From Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions, I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. So this is the pandemic of the unvaccinated, which is leading a war between those who have been inoculated and those who have not. I mean, it's really between the haves and have-nots. And this is really a very passionate war that is dealing with friends and fights between neighbors and children against parents. I mean, it's not good. So doctor, what are you seeing in your own practice? Well, you know, Linda, I'm seeing a variety of issues with patients, okay, depending on their situation. You know, I see like grandparents who, whose uh, kids aren't vaccinated. You know, that's a big issue. You know, I, I see people who have friends that aren't, you know, the younger people. I people going to the, their office and they're afraid that people aren't vaccinated. Some people have masks, some people don't. I mean, people are crazed about this issue. You're right. And everyone has a different opinion. Now, let's do something different. Okay. Let's change it up a little. Let's pretend I'm your patient because honestly, I'm living this story. Right. So I want to hear through my story how you would deal with this as a doctor, as an advice giver, um, a very smart man. What do I do? Let me tell you my story. I've got two kids, one who is vaccinated, and I love that. And then I have my darling daughter, and she is not vaccinated, and her husband's not vaccinated. And they say, Oh, mom. It just hasn't been around long enough. It's a little scary to us. It's not like the polio vaccine, which had been researched for 10, 20 years. They have every excuse in the book and they are not budging. And I got to tell you, Dr. B, it's getting really emotional. So what do I do? Okay, Linda, look, this is what I hear a lot. Okay, and this is the advice I give the patients. I say, listen, first, you got to like calm down if you can. And you have to kind of listen like you would to what they're talking about. So you acknowledge, you know, them, you know, what they're saying. Okay. In your case, you know, the daughter saying, you know, it's not validated. Well, you know, I heard that uh, the FDA is going to prove this in a month. That's now. huge. Wow. Oh, huge. Now, so in other words, deal with what her argument is calmly and with care. In other words, you CJ, I care about you. That's what we're talking about this. Right? Thanks, mom. I know you do. Right. And that's what your posture is, because that's what you believe. And then she knows that, too. Right. So you listen, you understand their point of view, you be calm. And then, hey, if you have a good solution like this for their argument, a month's not a long time. No, it's not. I mean, I mean, I really hope they don't come up with another argument because she's just full of them. And a lot of people her age just have all sorts of, you know, the RDNA. It's not like the polio vaccine. You know, I don't want to put anything foreign in my body. You know, all sorts of excuses. And heck, 
why don't we just do this for the world so that we all can come out of the cave and live like we did before the damn pandemic? Well, you know, Linda, now we're getting into my psychiatric office, okay? Yeah. Well, CJ, you know, you always were rebellious, you know? If I said this, you said the opposite just because you wanted to do that to define yourself. But this is like, you know, a whole health issue. You don't really have to be like that. In other words, you gave her good evidence. You listened. You acknowledged. And now she's coming up with something. means there's like a pattern or there's some underlying dynamic going on. Okay? So, and you as a good, intelligent parent, you kind of like, okay, CJ, you know, it seems like, you know, you always were rebellious. What, what, maybe you're just being rebellious about this. Well, I don't know if that would go well with her. I, I have to say that would not go well. I think I'm going to stick to the FDA approval. Oh, no, no. I, I say stick to the FDA. But if it's not going well, why don't you know, are you being rebellious that you don't want to listen to FDA? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Uh, OK, yeah. stick to the original argument. But the reason why you may be denying or not listening is because you're just rebellious, which doesn't mean she's a good decision maker about it. Yeah, well, we, we, we hope that she'll come around with this good news about the FDA. Because if she's not going to listen to her mother, at least she'll listen to the FDA, right? I, I would hope so. Uh, okay. So, I would hope so, too. Okay, you got to follow us up on this in the next, uh, you know, within the month. Okay, let us uh, all I know about this. I plan to go to North Carolina uh, okay, next month okay. to speak to her in person. Good, good. And then, you know, Linda, I, well, my message here to everybody is, is, is simple, okay? That really the vaccination is prevention, okay? It's not cure. And we all have to think about prevention, okay? Because that's what's going to help end this thing. And uh, if you go to the hospital and stuff, you get all stuff. It's not a cure and it's not even good, okay? So if you want to think about helping yourself and others, we got to think that way. Does that make sense? Total sense. You always make sense. Look, and in the end, uh, I hope people just follow their doctor because you go to him because you trust them and see what You'd he hope says. So. You're we right. Would hope, right? Yeah. That's it. Don't All keep right. it complicated. That's it. Well, I'm going to change the topic to one of your favorite events which is the olympics it's happening now and um it's been really fun to watch and i know you're uh rooting for team usa oh, what do you mean what do you, what else is there uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> right that's right. it right right well a big mental health story is the simone biles uh story you know uh for those who haven't been reading the news she is a world-class Olympic gymnast. She's incredible. And uh, she was a, an Olympic hopeful. But just as last week, because she's been suffering from horrible anxiety, she has dropped out of several uh, events. One was a team event. And everybody was really surprised. But what it did was it shed light on the pressure uh, and the focus that's required by an athlete, and especially when you get to the level of the Olympics, that if you're not all there, you're not straight and level, uh, you could do some damage to yourself, to the team. And it's funny because um, Dr. Bregman, Michael Phelps just came up and came out and he said, you know, this isn't a new 
mental health issue. This has been going on for decades with these top tier athletes. What do you take away from this? Well, you know, this is certainly um, an event that has shared awareness on mental health in, in athletes. I mean, it's always been going on. But when I started my practice in the early 80s, I had an office at the end of the hall. The people with some patients would say, oh, do you know where Dr. Bregman's office is? Oh, yeah. That, oh, one of these, they'd say to themselves, he's down there, you know, at the end of the hall. Oh, okay. So that was the stigma. So I grew up with it. I'm very, very sensitive to it. And, you know, this event shed light, the Hawthorne effect, it's called, shed some light on that there are huge mental illness issues with our athletes. Well, look at Naomi Osaka, top-rated champion tennis player that took herself out of the French Open, what was it, a month or two ago, citing pressure from having to speak to the press. Again, two women bringing mental health issues to the forefront, that this pressure with, with having to focus, because let's face it, there's, there's not as too many occupations, if you will, like high-end sports where you have to have laser focus. Okay, so imagine having laser focus, right? And now yes. you've got press. Now you've got thousands of fans screaming in the stands. TV cameras, you have pressure that is so incredible that I'm surprised that we haven't heard of this anxiety before. You know, it all boils down to performance issues, okay? These athletes are highly trained psychologically to manage performance, okay? And usually, no matter all these distractions and so forth, they don't become flooded with stimuli and emotions and they could control it. But the, I, my theory too here is because of the pandemic and all the things that have happened, you know, the, all the real mechanisms that the, these people are using is not working and she became unglued. Okay. So she was concerned because she couldn't focus that she would have injuries or whatever would happen. And right. this it is hurt like the world's team. Hurt her team. Hurt her team. And this is the world's best ever. If you mm -hmm. ever saw her, you never, I don't know. I, humans I give to her do credit it. for putting Ooh. her team first. Okay. I really do. I do. I think she's a true altruist. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think something about this, if we all remember, will go down as a, a monumental hallmark in, in mental health that she yeah. took this risk. And, I, you know, agree. And, uh, I think that um, we should all take a look at this and understand, you know, that mental health is so important, especially this era now of, of the, the, of the COVID. You, you know, know, you bring up a very good point. I think that the COVID, the pandemic has made us re reevaluate because when we were in lockdown, we had time to decide what is important. And that was huge. So, you know, yes, the COVID, it stunk. I hate it. Really, I hate it. No one hates it more than me. But there was a silver lining to it. I think many years from now we'll go, wow, I was able to admit that I had this problem and I worked on it. Or 
whatever. I think people are reevaluating and that's always a good thing. And, you know, if that was the case for Simone Biles, that she decided she had time to think clearly, this is, I've got to get help. She prioritized mental health by saying it's okay to not be okay. And that was huge. Linda, no more be said. You said it really, really well. I hope, uh, you know, the people listening um, understand that and some of their performance issues as well. Okay. So that is just a great summation. Yep. It's okay not yeah. to be okay. That's it. Hey, That's so we have all, as always, great talking to you and keep Same watching here. the Olympics. It's going to be over soon. Oh, take care. Okay. Agree. Let's keep watching. Bye-bye now. All right. You bye take bye. care. Talk to you next week. Next bye. Next week. Bye. From Bregman, MD, you've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.